Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 456, for Saturday, March 10th, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Re-entering the top 20 at number 20, The Campaign for North Africa, by Richard Berg, published by SPI, with 12,545. That's 600 fewer than the number 20 had last week. Holding at 19 for the second week in a row is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 14,247. 1,700 more than the Campaign for North Africa, 931 more than it had last week. So while the number 20 game had 600 views less, the number 19 game has 900 views more than it had last week. Entering at number 18, Zombicide Invader, by Raphael Guiton, Jean-Baptiste Lulien, and Nicolas Raoult, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 14,446, 199 more than Twilight Imperium. Re-entering after two weeks out of the top 20, last week it was number 21, the week before number 22, this week jumps up to number 17, Charterstone, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 14,785, 339 more than Zombicide, 2,400 more than last week, a 19% increase. Entering the top 20 at number 16, The City of Kings, by Frank West, published by The City of Games, with 15,972, about 1,200 more than Charterstone. Entering at number 15, Dice Settlers, by David Turchi, published by NSKN Games, with 16,112, 140 more than the City of Kings. So that's uh, one, two, three, four, five new entries out of the bottom six positions. Uh, we will also see three, or let's say two more debuts uh, higher up on the list. Climbing one position for the second week in a row, from 16 to 15 to 14, is Gaia Project by Jens Drogemüller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 17,085 views, almost a 1,000 more than Dice Settlers, 1,600 more than it had last week, a 10% increase. After two weeks in the top 10, dropping eight spots from number 5 to number 13 is Thunderstone Quest, by Mike Elliott, published by AEG, with 18,331, about 1,250 more than Gaia Project, a decline of 15,000 from last week, a 45% decline. After climbing four spots last week, jumping up five more to number 12 is The Seventh Continent, by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 19,201, about 900 more than Thunderstone, 4,300 more than last week, That is a 29% increase. Last week, it had a 10% increase. And sliding two spots to number 11 is Scythe 
by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 19,441. That's 240 more than the Seventh Continent, a 1,500-view decline, or 7.1%. This is the first time Scythe has missed the top 10 since October 25th and November 1st, ending an 18-consecutive-week run uh, in the top 10. And of course, at the moment, it is at 95 weeks overall in the top 10, and that, that uh, total has been put on pause. There are four new entries in the top 10, uh, we, which means, of course, four have dropped out. We've already heard from two of them, from 9 to 11, Scythe, from 5 to 13, Thunderstone Quest. The other two dropped quite a bit further, from number 4 to number 82, Edge of Darkness, and from number 10 to number 83, Robin Hood and the Merry Men. Of those new entries, three are debuts. The first of them is at number 10, Cult, by Konstantin Stelezhnev, published by Cryptozoic Entertainment, with 19,777. That's 336 more than Scythe, so Scythe didn't miss by much. That's also about 700 more than the number 10 game had last week. The subtitle for Cult... uh, on Kickstarter and on BoardGameGeek, but not on the box, is Choose Your God Wisely. It's a worker placement game with the unusual thematic combination of horror and religious. It's on Kickstarter right now, looking for $25,000 and currently has $20,000 pledged. Our second new entry, returning after two weeks away, the last two weeks it was number 12, And number 14, so climbing five spots to number 9, is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 20,097 views. Uh, That's only 200 or 320 more than Cult. 2,300 more than last week, though, a 13% increase. This is Kingdom Death Monster's 65th week in the top 10. In its 66th week in the top 10, Holding at number 8 for the second week in a row is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 22,875. That's almost 3,000 views clear of Kingdom Death Monster, and almost 1,000 more than it had last week, an increase of 4.5%. At number 7 for the third consecutive week is Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 23,399. That's uh, about 500 more than Arkham Horror, a climb of 131 views, or 0.6%. Our third new entry, another debut, is at number 6, Dungeon Alliance, by Andrew Parks, published by Quixotic Games with 23,470. That's only 71 more than Spirit Island, It is a deck-building dungeon crawler with miniatures. Had a Kickstarter uh, last year, about a year ago, and raised $100,000. It has just been released. Climbing up one spot to number five is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 25,898. That's 2,400 more than Dungeon Alliance, and an increase from last week of... 47, a 0.2% climb. The last six weeks 
Terraforming Mars has been uncannily consistent. It's had a range of less than 500 views. The low end was 25,781. The high end was 26,252. It's just been drifting back and forth in that range for six weeks in a row. And our highest new entry, a debut at number four, is Australia by Martin Wallace, published by Shillmill Games with 29,919. That's 4,000 more than terraforming Mars, 15,000 more than it had last week when it was number 18, so a 14-position climb. The Kickstarter blurb for Australia, spelled with a Z instead of an S, in fact, styled with a capital Z in the middle of the word, is, quote, Exploration, economics, adventure, and high-tension combat. How will you save humanity against the old ones? It's thematically inspired by a study in Emerald by Martin Wallace, and so it's got this Cthulhu theme, not a zombie theme as I assumed it did last week, and it is set in an alternate reality 1930s world. At number three for the second week in a row is Batman, Gotham City Chronicles by Frederick Henry, published by Monolith with 38,634. It's almost 9,000 more than Australia, though it is a decline of 3,300, or about 8%. Its Kickstarter campaign is closing in on the $3 million mark, still with three weeks to go. At number two for the seventh week in a row is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 49,797. It's 11,000 more than Batman, but a decline of 4,300, or 8%, just like Batman's. Yeah, seven weeks in a row at number two. If it hadn't been for that game that's camped out at the top, Rising Sun would be notching one of the longest-running number ones, you know, ever. Instead... It's just camped out at number two. In fact, this is the eighth time overall it has been number two, making it the seventh different game to have eight weeks or more at number two. A dubious distinction at this moment, I'm sure. But at number one for the 20th consecutive week and the 44th time overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 71,000. 621. That is almost 22,000 more than Rising Sun, as it opens up even a little bit more of a gap. Uh, Last week, the gap was about 19,000. Its decline was only about 1,400, or a little less than 2%. This makes it the second longest-running consecutive number one something. Uh, As mentioned last week, Android Netrunner had 37 weeks in a row, Gloomhaven previously had a run of 19 in a row. It has now bested that and pushed it up to 20. It has 44 weeks overall. Netrunner topped out at 57. So that means that Gloomhaven needs three months more at the number one position. It doesn't have to be all in one shot. It just has to be a total of 13 additional weeks to equal Netrunner's performance from five years ago. And here's another little uh, interesting side note. Charting at number 55 this week with 6,927 views is Agricola. With that total, it becomes the second game to cross the 4 million view plateau. 
Uh, remember, Gloomhaven was the first one to do so just a few months ago. And there are two more on its heels. Scythe and Twilight Struggle are just a few weeks away. And yet, with its total this week, Gloomhaven crossed the 5.5 million view mark. So, whereas when I did the, the countdown of the, the, mo- the Million Club, again, just a few months ago, uh, Gloomhaven has just had just gone into the number one spot, just ahead of Agricola. Now it has a million and a half views more. It's crazy. For Saturday, March 10th, 2018.